We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 96 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I am your host, as always, Nate Wolf, joining you today from the uh, Portland, Oregon area. I'm really excited to be back. Um, you know, I think that the last two weeks were, were really difficult time for me, but but like the end is in sight and I'm feeling happy and, and positive, having a good, good night tonight and excited to be here with some great friends. And so uh, that being said, joined by two of my favorite people. Let me start out with Hydralisk. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome. Coming at you guys from the greater Vancouver area. And it's it's been a bit of a week, but I, you know, I always look forward to this time and it's great to see you guys. And it's it's just always a pleasure to talk some games and good times with my buddies. So I'm happy, man. Absolutely. I, I'm seeing you're looking at the show notes. You're supposed to be hissing and screeching. That's not what I <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> feel better now. Uh, better? It's much better. I, I, and welcome back, my great friend, Electric Sheep City. How are you tonight? Meowdy, friend. I'm doing really well this evening. Uh, had a like long week learning a whole bunch of new stuff for my still fairly new to me job. So uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of work learning all the stuff, but like, like you said, positive stuff, positive vibes, ready to spread that positivity here too. Oh, let's go. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we, uh, we haven't touched base with each other in a while. We've been getting to, right down to the meat of the show a lot of the time. So I thought tonight we could uh, take a little bit of time and just see how each other's doing, whether it's in Hearthstone or in everyday life or what have you been up to. It's been a little bit. So, Nate, how are you doing? What's been going on? Yeah, so I'm in a great mood tonight. I will say I think the last two two weeks for me or so have been probably like the most challenging couple of weeks like in my professional career, like the last 20 years. It's been crazy. Uh, and I don't want to really get into it a lot, but I'm kind of rounding out the the week on a, on a good note. Um, and I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm excited uh, to try to try to have fun you know i've kind of been down in the dumps a little bit and trying not to let stuff get to me but but i, I recognize that that's kind of where i was at and um doing great now so um we'll 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 see you know how things progress but I, yeah i'm doing pretty good i um have kind of gone down the rabbit hole of uh binging like true crime documentaries and, and like you know british uh police procedurals on like bbc stuff and and um that's it's, it's actually what, been kind of fun. I, I, I've been what watching What led you it. there? How did you get to that point? <laughs> well, so I, 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 for a long time was watching like nothing but like horror movies and, and it was like, Hey, this is kind of fun, but I, I got to a point where like, this is too dark. I need something different. Mm. And I, I never watch comedies and I don't know why I probably should It'd probably make me a better person. But, um, it was like, I, I, I need a break from this. Uh, what else, what else do I got? What else do I got? And, um, I uh, I watched like four seasons of Luther and I love that show. Um, Idris Elba is, is super cool. And and so I watched that and then was like, well, okay, what do I watch now? And then I've been watching Shetland, which is, is another like, you know, it takes place in where Scotland or whatever. And, and that's been kind of fun. And uh, or, or I'd want to be laddering and watching kind of something in the background. 
and I didn't want to watch something that I had to pay too close attention to, but something that I could, I don't know, maintain my interest. And I was like, oh, like Netflix has a bunch of like really good, uh, like true crime documentaries that are like 10 part series. And it was, you know, so I, nothing really new, but I kind of rewatched some of the staircase and, and, uh, the night stalker and some of these. And, um, it's been kind of, uh, you know, occupying my time probably should do something a little bit lighter would, would be maybe the healthy thing mm. to do. But, <laughs> um, and, and then, yeah, I, I've been playing Hearthstone, um, Maybe not as much as I, I would like. Work has been kind of crazy. I've been pulling a lot of extra hours the past couple of weeks. But uh, my goal this month for ladder climbing was to try to play fun stuff as opposed to, you know, going to a, a meta snapshot and saying, all right, what's tier one? I'm just going to jam it. And so I've only been playing decks with new cards and I've been losing a lot, but like it's been it's been pretty fun. Uh, and so we can jump into some of those later, but that's been fun. And then this Mercs event happened and I saw that it was, um, time sensitive. Uh, like it was like, Oh no, it's, it's only good for a short amount of time. And, uh, you can unlock this Merc and the portraits and a bunch of coins. Uh, I better do this. And so I could jammed like the entire thing out over like two days and then realized that well, there's still 12 days left to do the, <laughs> the event. And, oh, oops. Well, uh, but it's been casual. Um, found uh, this dude by the name of Old Guardian on 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 YouTube, yeah. who's got a bunch of videos that have been super helpful. The videos are are like less than five minutes long, and so for for somebody like me with a short attention span, like they're great, and those helped a lot. I think I have one task left to do, um, but that's been fun and and just something a little bit different. And then um, Horizon, the new Horizon game came out, uh, Forbidden West. I haven't played it yet. Um, I got it on day one. My son's been playing it. I haven't, I haven't touched it yet, but hopefully over the weekend and um, yeah, kind of, kind of just um, s- surviving, but I'm, I'm in a great mood. I'm so happy it's the weekend and, and um, yeah, I- I'm happy to be here. So it's great to, to interact with, with you guys to see you again. And we've got a fun match to cast afterwards and things are kind of looking up. So yeah, I'm doing good. So, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah. What about you, Sheep? What have you been? What have you been up to? Yeah. Um, so let's see. Of course, I already kind of mentioned new job, learning all the new things. Um, that's kind of based out of Mountain Time, right? So, so we're moving to Colorado before too long, which is very exciting. Uh, but that also means that I'm starting work here at nine o'clock my time and finishing up at six o'clock my um. time. Uh, so that's kind of been a little bit of a, a preemptive time zone shift, truthfully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but so before work, I've been doing stuff to like get the house ready because, you know, we ha- we own our house, so we have to sell it. The, the downside of that thing is that means that we have to, you know, there are things that we have around that we really like that, you know, just wouldn't show very well. Like you, you can see, I've been dismantling Lego, you know, they're, they're not, not back there, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's just been a, a lot of kind of house prep uh, stuff there. Um, I started playing Horizon last Saturday played it pretty much all of Saturday and then haven't had 
any other <laughs> I'm playing it because I get off work at six and then I eat and then I do house prep and then I pass out <laughs> being a grown-up kind of sucks sometimes <laughs> dude right <laughs> I, I, we don't always interact with chat on on the show but um Goliath said is sheep going to become a mountain goat once he moves to Colorado <laughs> and I could not help myself but but laugh <laughs> That's great. Mountain Goats, good band. Good band. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as far as Hearthstone goes, um, I've been kind of playing a lot more casually right now than than typical for a couple of reasons. You know, it's towards the end of the month, so don't really have that kind of incentive to play. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not really uh, pushing for a high ladder finish. Um, hit Legend a, a while ago uh, in both formats. Um, so I've kind of just been jamming the Mercs event uh, a, a bit myself. Hadn't played Mercs in a while. And it, it's honestly, I think that I just burnt out on it. And this, you know, event is kind of pulling me back in because it's it's fun. Uh, and having like different challenges and stuff like that, rather than just like grinding things to like grind it and grind it and grind it to get what I need is I think a really good shift in priorities and, and kind of shifting things there, uh, which is making me enjoy it a lot more than just grinding a lot. Same. Uh, been playing a, a little bit of ladder, but it's mostly just to kind of stay on top of my dailies and stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of what's been happening around, uh, in, in my, not flock, um, hmm. uh, pasture around here. <laughs> How have things been going in your neck of the woods, Hydra? Really good. I have been absorbing a lot of content recently. Uh, we've gone over the fact that I've been doing the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. I just today finished the sixth book. So I'm Ooh. on to... So that was Song of Susanna. So I'm yeah. on to the final... And like, come on, I wait the, for the whole book for something to happen. And at the end, it's like, okay, it's happening. You can read about it in the next one. I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> if I was reading this as they were coming out, I would have been so ticked <laughs> because it, it just sort of ends with the thing you just read for hours upon hours is now happening. Next book. <laughs> it, you can read about it then. And yeah, I was, I'm just lucky that I can move on to the next yeah. one. Yeah. Um, so it's the final, I'm on to the final book, which is just, I believe, entitled The Dark Tower. Yeah. Um, um, if it makes you feel any better, both Song of Susanna and The Dark Tower came out in the same year. So oh, if, okay. if you were, were reading it as they came out, would not have been a, a, a long intermission there. <sighs> okay. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, so yeah, I, I am on to The Dark Tower. I will be probably not starting that on the weekend, but um, most likely on Monday. And finally excited to get into the the home stretch, the final. Though it's I'm doing it audiobook wise, and it's a 28 hour book, the final book. So it's it's a bit of a big one, but um, I I'm excited to see how it all wraps up because it has been quite the journey. And Sheep already knows, so he's patiently been waiting for how long have I been doing this? Like five months now, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and I'm so excited to to hear how you like it. Oh my gosh! I need it. <laughs> yeah. I have them all. I probably should do that. I I had a struggling with the first. And my question is, what are you going to do after? Maybe The Witcher. Okay. So yeah. Perfect segue. 
because I also on this past weekend finally finished The Witcher 3. So I I did pick Witcher 1 for the most part until it was too glitchy where I had to mm-hmm, stop mm-hmm. playing and watch the YouTube videos till the end. Um, I like 98%ed Witcher 2 because there was a couple things you couldn't complete with the enhanced edition. They had taken out some stuff so you couldn't. And then Witcher 3, I was trying, but there is... I would be there for like seven years if I was trying to 100% Witcher 3. So at a certain point, I decided to, all right, let's stick to the main story. And I jammed that out this last weekend and finished that. And I have not watched the Netflix series yet. So I was considering, hey, maybe it's a good thing. Good series to get into would be the Witcher series. Uh, Okay, it's really good. Let me give you you two tidbits of advice because I, I, when I played through... The, the first couple of games, like I was really, like, it's super lore heavy. Um, and so the books are good. The books are okay. Like, like, like Schmoopy said the, the first, um, so there's two seasons on Netflix and I have not watched the second one yet, but the first one is almost entirely based on the first book, which is a bunch of short stories, which is good. The one thing that I wish I knew going into season one of the Witcher is that they jump around in the timeline but they don't tell you that they're jumping around in the timeline. Uh, and so it's like, uh, wait, I, what, what, why is that? I thought that person, wait, why did that? And, and so they, they skip around. It's kind of like when you watch, um, Dr. Sleep and then you watch the director's cut and like putting a big subtitle on the screen that says three years later, like fixes the entire thing, except they <laughs> forgot to do that. Uh, (laughs) right. And so they, they do that or they say, you know, six months ago. And and so the, the TV show jumps around a little bit, but they don't tell you that they're jumping around and that makes it a little bit confusing. But if you, if you read the book or listen to the audio book of, of the first one, I, I don't remember what it's called, but I could get it to you. Um, it has most of those stories in it that from the various Mm -hmm. episodes and, and you'll know that. That makes sense. Yeah, like, what I've oh, oh, it's heard this is is those short stories that were written first mm-hmm. don't actually come chronologically first. If you were going to read the books, there's you have to read the first couple novels that came later, and then the short stories sort of mix in as it goes, sort of thing. I don't know, they were okay. I mean, the order, whatever order that they have them on um, in in Audible, uh, worked for me, anyways. And and yeah, the the timeline is is a little bit weird, but. Yeah, well, I'll probably, I think I am going to move on to that because uh, I enjoyed it. I also think that it's really neat that throughout the games you have that decision-making power and it changes what ending you get in the end. Like, you can get, so, no spoilers, but a co-worker and me got 100% the complete opposite ending that you could get. Mine being way better. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and like even Goliath, him and I talked about it and we got <laughs> nowhere near the same ending. How funny. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's pretty neat that way. And so I finished that on Sunday afternoon and I was waiting for Elden Ring to come out. So I'm like, oh, what am I going to do till Elden Ring comes out? And I'm like, oh. I know that Horizon is out, Forbidden West, but I have not played Zero Dawn. So I grabbed myself Zero Dawn, 
and I jammed a bunch of that. Oh, how do you like it? How do you like I it? I am loving it. The story right from the beginning is like it pulls you in. It's super gripping from the start. You automatically get an attachment to um, Aloy, the main character, like right from the beginning. And um, you kind of take things personally <laughs> when you're playing it because of the way you're being treated and whatnot. And I just think it's, I mean, by this point, most people have probably play it, played it, but it's new to me and definitely enjoying it. I did not get it on PC because on Steam it's $60 canadian and on the playstation well yeah because it's and it's newer to steam right like it was a playstation exclusive and sony has only recently started to put their games onto steam so uh but on the playstation store it was only 14.99 wow (laughs) nice so okay uh sixty dollars fifteen dollars okay maybe the frame rate's better on pc whatever i don't care i will play the playstation (laughs) original version yeah the story is so good the story is so good and i can't and it just gets better like it it expands over the course of the game and it's like whoa 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 okay yeah the very 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 little ending of it i thought was like I won't spoil it. No, I won't spoil it. It's it's very good, and I'm I'm really interested to see where they pick up in the second one. Um, yeah, but no, no, it's it's solid. I, I I think that you'll have fun with it, and I would recommend it to to anybody. And um, yeah, yeah, super good. There, there was people at work actually talking today that are have put in like thirty hours into Forbidden West. I'm already, jealous. And, wow. and they're talking, and they're behind me. And I'm sitting there with my hands over my ears, like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> like, I haven't finished the first game. Stop talking about it. So, I no, I, if anyone hasn't played it, it's on sale on the PlayStation Store right now. Highly recommend. I just hopped into it and automatically love it. So, it's, it's pretty cool. And then, last night, I... Because I had pre-ordered Elden Ring. I started playing that last night. Because what I didn't realize was launch date was the 25th in Japan. So it officially actually came out for us here all the way on the west coast of North America. That it was actually out on the 24th at 3 p.m. So after a few challenges, I got it going. There's there's some issues with like the controller compatibility and some download issues and whatnot. But once I started playing the game, holy Elden Ring, it looks great. It's already, it's it's definitely a Souls game. It is super, super punishing, but it's really, really cool. Like I already got stuck. I, I entered a dungeon mm-hmm. and there's a boss door and I go through the boss door. I'm way underpowered. The boss destroys me every single time, but I drop my my souls. But in uh, Elden Ring, they're called runes. And so I drop them when I die, and I have to go back in there to get them, right? But there's no exiting unless you win. So I played this boss like 20, 30 times, and to no avail. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I So I have to abandon everything 
like all the of the runes that I've earned, but that's fine. Uh, it's kind of like cut your losses, I suppose. Wow. And and go elsewhere. I I realize that I have gone the wrong way. Like I haven't even earned my mount yet or found the map. <laughs> like I don't even have like. Oh wow. Like you're supposed. That's like the first couple things you do is like you get your world map so you can fast travel and you get your mount and everything. Like I just went the other way. <laughs> It and looks, into a dungeon and versing a boss by accident. It, you know, it looks Oops. so cool, but, like, I hate the Souls. The Souls games are so hard that, like, I just couldn't get into them because I was like, I want to have fun. And, 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 like, dying super easy is not fun. Um, and it, it looks so cool. And I saw so many people looking forward to it and wanting to play it day one and all that. I saw XR post today on Twitter, like, the amount of people, you know, suddenly uh, getting sick and like taking a, a sick day on 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 the day that Elden Ring comes out is laughable. Like, it's, yeah, uh, you know, I know he phrased it better than that, but like that's pretty funny. But I, um, I, I don't know. Like, I want to have fun, but I don't want to. It don't want it to be so hard that it takes the enjoyability out of it. And that's where I was with the Souls games. My brother played them all, and he loved them. He's like, you need to play this, and and even. Um, the one that's in the same family, but not not a Souls thing. That's like, oh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne. Oh my goodness, I was so my I, one of my buddies. Hey, you need to play this. It's the, like the best game ever. It's my favorite game. It's like, oh, okay, I'll go buy it. I what is it, ten bucks or, or twenty bucks at GameStop? And it's like, all right, I'll check this out. And I installed it, and I die within the first like three minutes. And I was like, what just happened? <laughs> and uh, and like it was so unenjoyable for me like this looks cool and the story is kind of interesting and i like the concept of it and then i die again i was like all right nope i'm done i'm done with this i'll watch <laughs> it on youtube um, you would have been done definitely i got destroyed by that boss i'm stuck in instantly like the first hit was 80 percent of my life i'm like oh <laughs> i got like one swipe in and then i was dead wow I'm like oh no yeah and i and tried it. only cost four mana <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so i don't know it's gonna but i also think i was extremely underpowered so i don't know we'll see i'm gonna keep playing it it's in the environment looks really cool you can see for days like when you're looking into the distance you can nice. see all the stuff going on and like it's it's almost like oh is that just a background it's like no that's playable area you'll get there you can play on that stuff just like way off in the distance and yeah the the enemies are big and it's all fantasy, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's really neat. So I've definitely been enjoying that. However, this weekend seems to be the last weekend of ladder. And I've got a lot of ladder jamming to do because I've been, like I said, I've been doing the, I dedicated the last like two months to Witcher's games. Right. And then I have been playing just all the RPGs. And then I go and look and normally I level up, you know, three accounts, like rank all the way up. And I'm like, oh no, I have a lot of work to do. I've basically been clearing quests, making sure like that's all good. And now I've got a weekend of, of ladder grinding. Yes. Up, so. Well, that's, that's me as well. Cause it's like, I, I typically it's like week one, I'll try to jam out legend and, and just work has been so crazy. And now I'm looking at, it, I'm like, uh, uh, wait a minute. T today's the 25th. There's there's three days uh, <laughs> of ladder left. Like, uh oh, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Um, like, yeah. I hit I hit diamond ten. I'm almost to five, but like, 
waiting until the last minute. Now I'm stressed about it. And it's not as easy as it used to be because you used to be able to, because now it's MMR based before mm-hmm. it was rank based. So waiting till the end of the month was kind of fine before because you would just be versing other people if you're sitting down at, at the time, say like rank 15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. You could just, you know, verse them and it almost seemed like picking on someone that a l- like <laughs> lower rank. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, it's not the same anymore. No, no. But, you know, I mean, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be around playing uh, lots of Hearthstone this weekend. Is That's the goal anyways. So Yeah, so that's basically been everything I've been up to. Excellent. Very good. Very good. Well, it's good to hear from everybody. I mean, I know we, we, we chat a lot, you know, throughout the week, and that's that's a lot of fun. But it's good to to be able to do it on video or whatever where we're actually talking instead of just chatting. It's pretty good to catch up. So I love it. Absolutely. Well, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. You, you've kind of got to know us a little bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, but... I'll briefly explain how the show itself works. So we record the podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. And the video version of the podcast is then distributed to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are then posted to all the podcast apps too. So however you're watching or listening or absorbing via osmosis, this podcast today Thank you. Yes. You. <laughs> I got to do that last week. It was fun. It was great. It was so great. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and just as a, as a quick housekeeping um, plug, you know, so a big, big shout out and big thank you to um, Shokun and, and any other patron of our show. We, we really appreciate your support. It, it really means the world to us and, and uh, we appreciate you very much. Um, so thank you all. Thank you to everyone who's here watching live and interacting with us in chat as well. It's, it's uh, wonderful and we appreciate you. Um, if you are looking to, for a way that you are, you know, able to support us, uh, any of our videos on YouTube, if you can like, like comment, uh, subscribe that helps us, that helps with the, um, the YouTube analytics and, and the algorithms to help uh, other people find us. And same thing with, if you're listening to this on an audio podcast or, and you're looking to support for free, uh, something that you can do super quick is to leave a, um, a review on Spotify, Google, uh, Google podcast or iTunes or whatever other podcast platform that you're using. Uh, and, and also that helps other people find us. Um, if you are watching on Twitch, we do have some emotes that you can unlock by subbing to the channel. If uh, you're interested in donating money, we have a Patreon um, for as little as a dollar a month that you can contribute. Uh, and then finally, if you're interested in interacting with us personally, we are very active in Discord. We've got a Discord channel with a bunch of people, and we have a lot of fun there. We, we share all kinds of um, deck lists and conversations and memes and, and all kinds of stuff. There's a channel in there with funny usernames. And I saw there there's one Schmoopy Daddy posted. Uh, the name is Judas, and, it, and then it says Priest under it. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like me telling this is is like it doesn't do it justice but gosh it's it's great to see these and um, I, I really hope that schmoopy rammed that judas priest down <laughs> <laughs> these are great um yeah there's one uh you know i said schmoopy daddy who there i found one called wind daddy 
Schmoopy Daddy, who names their child Win? He's like, well, I, I would spell it W Y N N, but it's um, <laughs> there's good times. So I'm not doing it justice, but if you're interested in interacting with us, that is the place to do it. It's it's a lot of fun, and there's no cost associated or anything. All the links to all that stuff can be found on our website, which is borntobewildhs.com. And uh, yeah, excited um, to to interact and hang out with people. So, anyways, yeah, that's it for the housekeeping hydra. Any news? No, we don't have anything specifically wild. We we do have um, just as a reminder the Wild People Choice Awards that Blue Train has put together. That is still coming up um, on March the fourth. That um, the results will be going over. Um, Nate, are the the polls still open for that, or have they been? Closed? No, they they are actually. They're still open now. They're not. There's not a lot coming in, but there's already been I think over. 400 450 votes come through and and yeah they're they're still open so if anyone's interested in checking that out uh, there's there's a real quick like a one minute maybe it's a 30 second video um, there's a link to it in the in our show notes and I'll post it here in chat as well um, and then there's a survey that you can take uh, the voting takes maybe a minute um and uh yeah anyone that wants to check it out it's super cool and so big shout out to blue train for putting it together and the idea is just to uh what kind of like we do here on the show spotlight members of the wild community and um you know i think i'm honored that we're we're featured on there um in in one form or fashion and there's a lot of other great people um i voted it's it's pretty cool it only takes a minute and yeah we'll, we'll be hosting it on next week's show so that'll be uh, really fun. We'll be joined by Blue Train, and we'll we'll uh, break down the the winners of, of the survey, and um, I think we've got some some fun things in store for next week. I mean, but it, it only takes a minute if you are confident in because there's a couple things like when it was like there's a there is a few where I was torn on, and it was very difficult to pick. But I mean, if you're set in your ways, it is yeah, it, it's super quick. But there's some stuff like the best wild um, podcast. You had a hard time with that one. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no Shame. hands down, we, we we know we we know we know which one that one is. Born to be wild. But uh, no, like uh, streamers that meme and stuff like that. There's there's a lot of good ones. You know, there's there's Dane and there's Raffle and there's Swag. There's really good like, ones, yeah. Like it's, oh, yeah. they are there are I mean, we've got um Keith Numbers who's done listener decks, who's climbed with Oh, he's those. great. There's like, so many good people. There's there's some tough choices, but in general it's what, like fifteen questions you have to do? Something like that. Yeah, and it's multiple choice. Uh so it's it's great. <laughs> You can't if you decide not to vote in, in one of them, you can also abstain from voting there if you just can't make your mind up as well. So don't delay. Vote today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that was that's basically it for wild news. There's not much else. There is those Merc quests. If you're into uh, the mercenaries mode, if you're trying to get the new, I think it's a legendary that uh chi g or chi chai jai i can't i don't know how to pronounce it correctly but um it's the new merc if you want to complete those quests i know you guys have been doing that i have not dove into it because i have made a grave error that i realized <laughs> because you need to do these in alterac and 
I have not played Mercs in a long time and have not done the Alterac stuff. And so I'm There's, like, oh, no. Yeah. I have it's, not even unlocked all the Alterac stuff. It, yeah, without having all of them unlocked, there's ways. There's ways. And I, I don't know that I... Mm, it, it's hard. I remember early on, like, we had rushed to, to max out all of these Mercs. And then once they started, like, slow drip releasing them, it was like, ugh... And I remember when, like, when Edwin and Smite and, and Cookie came out, it's like, okay, all right, I'll 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 do these, and it was kind of a, a chore because I just finished all the rest, and and then they were dropping like one at a time. Oh, here's um Sky Captain whoever, and it was like, I'm not doing this. Nope, nope, I'll do it later. <laughs> and and um, you know you know little bits and pieces here and there. I'll throw throw them in the back of a party so that they level up. But like, leveling is the easy part. It's the coins. And the tasks mm-hmm. that are that are take forever, and you can do it. Like, uh, you know, we found uh, I think Sheep and I found a way to to max out Mercs with coins on you know battle number two in the Barrens, but it takes hours. I mean, I think if I could fully max out a Merc, but it's going to take me like six hours, and it's awful. And you know, I mean, if you're sitting on the couch watching TV or something and doing it in the background, like okay, but it's still a, a chore. And yeah, so as, yeah. as these other ones have come out, like I haven't barely touched them. And then, you know, Hearthstone posts something like, oh, level up your beasts and dragons. I'm like, oh boy, here it comes. And then, oh, and sure, okay. you know, sure enough, uh, task number eight for this um, Chiji, how you say it, uh, is it's like, oh boy, you have to complete a heroic bounty with only beasts and dragons. I'm like, oh man, well, this is hard. <laughs> Uh, it's doable, yeah. and I thankfully there's some really great content creators that make videos on YouTube that that offer tips. And there, are, I will say, they talk about budget options. But for me, what that means is like old mercs that we already have. Uh, yep. You can you can still <laughs> you can still complete the quest with those. Like you don't have to use the new ones, which is nice. That's um, good because I've maxed out not them all, but. 75 to 80 percent of the mercs so Mm -hmm. if there's if i can sort of lean on those older ones to to do them they're they're maxed so yeah you you should be able to um i was kind of in the same position that that you're in uh now a hydra so like i had played through not the heroic but all of the um uh, black rock mountain that was available on release um you know in, in regular um and then when they kept on releasing content in Black Rock Mountain, I just wasn't really playing the solo adventure there, grinding those coins or anything. Mm-hmm. So whenever the event came up, I was like, oh, well, I have to finish grinding out or not really grinding out, but finish playing through Black Rock Mountain to get into Alterac. Uh, and that was honestly probably like the... Mm, not necessarily the most time consuming, but almost the most time consuming. Well, part I feel better that you there. had to do it too, because now I, 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 I know because it, I'm like, oh crap. There's like at this point, what ten days left, and I ha- I have to finish that. Nah, yeah, yeah you can do it because we we jammed it, the bulk of it out in over like two days. It's doable. Yeah, it's and some of them are relatively quick. Actually, by the time anyone's getting to them now the first couple days a lot of them were bugged and so Mm -hmm. if you you were you know you completed you fulfilled all the requirements but you took a boon or you fulfilled all the requirements and you hit a a mysterious portal or whatever 
like it would invalidate your um, earnings or whatever. It's like, I, I did this. Why didn't it give me credit for it? Oh, it's a bug. And, and yep. so you, you would have to go through the whole thing, avoiding all boons and, and all portals. And now you don't have to worry about that because they pushed through a hot fix yesterday. Um, oh, sweet. Or was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Anyways, it's, I it's in. I did not know they pushed through a hot fix. I've been like re-rolling things to avoid oh, no! playing <laughs> on my lunch break today. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so <laughs> there is a hot fix Oops. for um, a bunch of stuff. I The only reason I know this is because I have Nick. Uh, I don't do this for that many people, but I have notifications on because he's so good at sharing mm. um, updates that really uh, yeah. So there was a, um, a bunch of stuff come out yesterday for uh, hot fixes. Yeah. Server side hot fixes for um, a handful of things. Some of them were Mercs. I think there was some battleground stuff, but uh, I haven't, I haven't touched on that. By the way, speaking of battlegrounds, um, Yogg. Yeah. I was gifted, gifted by Yogg responded to my, um, my request, whatever it was, and it was pretty funny. Hearthstone, the the you, other one. You requested uh, to complete the rod of roasting quest. Yeah, I yeah. So yeah. the the <laughs> only I think the only two accounts that I have on like send me notice notifications push notices. Uh, the other one is play Hearthstone because when when there's something new, like I, I want to know what it is. Um, and they they tweeted and I looked at it and it's Yog is like tell Yogg the Supreme what you wish for and maybe it will happen. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, it's like, I wish to complete, you know, almighty oh, Yogg, I wish to finally complete the Rod of Roasting quest. And, and Yogg re- replies like, God, I'm going to, eh, well, I should just read it. It was like, <laughs> if you it would. It sounded kind of thirsty, truthfully. It was, yeah, the ridiculous hats response to it. I said, I wish to finally <laughs> complete that Rod of Roasting achievement. Please, almighty Yogg, smile upon me. The response is, you could devour the world if you only checked your DMs. And it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's more hungry than thirsty. But uh-huh. It's so funny. That's great. You gotta love it. Uh, so Yogg DM'd me a, a, a code for some free stuff. That was fun. So anyways, that's, that's been, uh, I, it's just, they're just joking around. It's, it's goofy. And, um, I always like when they do silly stuff though. It's, it's great. It's fun. I, I love that interaction. They don't have to do stuff like that. No. Right? And, yeah. and that's, like, it's fun when they do. I don't know. And they've been doing a lot more things kind of like that, just kind of engaging in general, but then also kind of rewarding the engagement in a way that mm. is still playful and fun and like actually makes people want to engage with the content too, which is really cool. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Actually, I I love the these um I know we're having an off topic night if anyone couldn't tell. Uh the portraits, these new portraits, uh, the cosmetics for battlegrounds, the celestial ones. Oh my goodness! If I could just have celestial, um, uh, the the cat one, whatever it's called, Mister Bigglesworth, like just for everything, that would be great. Looks so good. They all look so good. They're so cool. Um, so yeah, that that like celestial, uh, you know, like blue with with the. Uh, stars is one of my favorite aesthetics uh in sea of thieves the the other game that i play um they came out with like a a ship set and a you know different pirate outfit all in that same kind of celestial 
theme, and I I, I had to pick that up too. <laughs> so it's just like anytime you get that kind of option, it's just like that that just resonates with me so hard. Yeah. Well, good good times. Uh, so we had a question from Discord. I think that was a good question that we could hit on um, before we go too far down a a rabbit hole but it was a good question and it essentially was um uh, how do i phrase it It was like uh, you know how do you get into the mentality for ladder grinding and i I think it was more of like i've already hit legend but i want to climb ranks in legend and what what sort of mentality do i need to have for that but the bigger you know bigger picture question i think is mentality in general and ladder climbing and and you know y'all have any advice for for how to do that and that's a very good question it's a you know we could talk about this for hours but it's a good question and i think um i don't know that there's a simple answer to it you know i think there's different things for different people but you want to be having fun with the game uh, i think is is kind of one of the big ones and so you know we ask ourselves uh, a lot of times like you know how do you have fun in hearthstone well, that's a loaded question, right? Is is it, or it's different things for different people. Do you like playing fun decks or do you like winning or you like climbing or do you like, uh, you know, winning is fun. Like, oh, you're supposed to have fun when you play this game? <laughs> Wait a minute. And, um, you know, I I had to think kind of long and hard about it because I, I was like, I don't know. I've been avoiding laddering because I just want to have fun. And when I play like, and I, and I want to rank up like, I have to get into like serious mode. Um, and I'm, I don't want to do that right now. Uh, it is, is a good question. I think that there's a, I don't even know where to start. Uh, let me pass it over to sheep. I, I'm sure that you could probably say something more eloquent than I could. I don't know about that, much, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think you were going down a, a really good path in the, um, particularly in regards to, Different people have different priorities when it comes, well, in general, but specifically here, um, when it comes to goals in Hearthstone, right? Mm-hmm. So the first kind of thing that, the to me, you, you kind of want to do is to identify what your goal is, right? Because if all you want to do is, is to have fun, play you know, decks that resonate with you, that you really like, that, that you have fun playing... Sometimes that means that you don't win as much. And as long as you're kind of going into it with, oh, my goal is to have fun, that may mean that my win rate isn't necessarily uh, stellar. As long as you know what your goal is and mm-hmm. you're pursuing that goal, then then that's one thing. And honestly, casual is a blast for that. I love casual because I'm not playing against the tier one decks and I get to have fun there. But if your goal is to kind of climb up the legend ranks, that's a, a different goal, right? Like like you play different decks and your approach to that game kind of there is different too. Um, so th- identifying what your goal is there is definitely kind of a, a first step. And so I, I think the question is kind of more about climbing the legend ranks kind of once they're already there. Um, and a big part of that is kind of mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're playing tilted, let's be real. You're, you're, you're not playing as best as you could and, and you're not having fun because, because <laughs> you're not playing your optimal 
you're not playing optimally and whenever you're kind of ticked off and and you know just not in a good mood you're typically more dismissive of and and well just not playing as well and at that level i mean when you're hard pushing for ranks um you get punished for like you you'll make mistakes you know if you're playing tilted or distracted or whatever like you'll make mistakes and at at those levels like you get punished for your mistakes and Mm -hmm. and so playing quickly not great playing when you're in a bad mood not great playing distracted not great um, and, and so again, different things work for different people. It's like learning styles, right? Some people are audio, some people are visual, some people need a distraction, whatever it is, but like find out what works for you. Don't play when you're upset. If you need to take a break, or I think it was hat said, Hey, you know, if you lose two, that's one thing. Like you lose your third one in a row or something like, go take a break. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and like, you don't want to get tilted cause it'll just get worse. And I remember back before there were, rank floors like uh, hydra i'm sure we've talked about this before right like you're sitting at at, at like you know rank five or rank two or something and they go boop all the way back to 15 or 20 or whatever it was like those those times were awful i've been there before i've learned since then because i i have done that many times where (laughs) you've made the journey and then you tank all the way back down and it's since then, um, I've learned don't just hit the button again. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I'm getting close to whatever goal it is, like, let's say your goal is to hit platinum for the first time, right? Or hit diamond for the first time, diamond five, legend, whatever it is. Whenever you get close or whenever I would get close i just kept hitting the button right Mm -hmm. whenever i was trying to get through those ranks with the the first time you're hitting rank five the first time you're hitting legend and i always i i get stressed out i get ladder anxiety and so what i've learned to do is when i can tell that that's happening i walk away from my computer I give it a minute. I go talk to my wife. I tell her about my stupid match that she probably doesn't care about. <laughs> She's like, oh, Hydra, you drew patches again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she heard me. She heard me for sure. <laughs> she hears me go, oh. She's like sitting there on the couch playing on her phone. What, you draw patches again? <laughs> but the ability to just step away for a little bit and um you know just take a breather don't like especially if you've just taken a loss where you feel salty if you hit that button guess what you're probably gonna <laughs> lose the next game right because you're not in the best mindset at that point in time so think about your match if you uh have the ability to go back and if you have hs replay or firestone you can watch the match you can see maybe where you have made a mistake because yeah, sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But other, other times there were you played into their board clear or whatever it is. W- one thing that um, I like to think about if I am trying to reach a certain goal is all you need is more than 50%. It can be 51%. It can be 52%, right? So if you're playing throughout the month you're just playing regularly you honestly only to win slightly more than you lose and you will meet your goal 
because that's just how it works. But, it, I mean, if you're going for Legend, it's going to take you 300 games. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it, as long as you're winning slightly more than you're losing, you are going to get there. It's just patience. It really is. And mindset. Yeah, and it's, you know, I mean, it's easier easier said than done. I'll, I'll say that. But there's a, you know, it just it just takes practice and knowing when... There's like an emotional intelligence component. Like realize when you're feeling salty, like take a couple minutes and, 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 and calm down. Yeah. Um, I, I have an issue where like there's been times where I have these stellar win rates and I am doing just awesome and showing off my record. Oh, look how many wins I got. I'm like 80% win rate. This is awesome. And then when I get down to like, a 55% win rate. Like I'm mad at myself. Like, Oh, this sucks. I'm not doing good. It's like, actually the game's kind of made for you to go 50, 50. That's how it was designed. <laughs> so you're actually still doing really well. Yeah. And you have to remember that. And I have a hard time remembering that myself. Well, yeah. And I, for those of you listening, you, you won't see it on the screen, but like I, I, and I'm not a star Trek person really. Uh, although, although the next generation and, and Deep Space Nine are pretty rad. But uh, I always love this quote that says, like, it, it is possible to commit no errors and still lose. That is not a weakness. That's life. And I think that that applies to this game very much so, where it's like, I don't know. I was all salty last night. I'm sitting here playing this druid. I've got 30 health and 70 armor get OTK'd by an Ignite Mage on turn eight. And it's like, there's nothing I could have done. I mean, there's just not. I mean, I, okay. You know, and I was so salty, but like, could I have done anything differently? I don't think so. Uh, but you have to be aware, number one, that like, you know, could I have played it differently? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Or you just have to be okay with it. And it's like, well, I it, I can't do anything to change it now. We, these conversations come up at work sometimes when it's like something goes wrong. And how are we going to deal with it? Like, we could spend a bunch of time sitting around and pointing fingers. Well, whose fault is it? Like, it doesn't really matter because nothing we do now is going to change it. So how, where do we go from here? Uh, what, you know, what can we do to improve? What can we do to make sure it doesn't happen again? Could I do anything differently? Um, but, but like perseverating on, on the loss, like it's not, not really beneficial. Um, it's, so I, I like Blame storming is fun. Yeah, and except when you're the one being blamed. <laughs> Speaking from experience. Hey. So yeah, I, I mean, it's a, this is maybe a simple answer to a complicated question, but there's a, you know a lot of mindset involved, a lot of mindset involved for sure. Definitely, and outside of just mindset, because you know, like the the quote that that you brought up kind of intimates possible to commit no errors and still lose. Sometimes, A, yeah, you, you just lose. But sometimes what you're queuing has an impact on your, your win rate as well. Because, you know, whenever in every single game of Hearthstone, someone wins and someone loses. There, there's a global 50% win rate, period, because of that dichotomy, right? You mean my, so, my, my Reno, Reno secret Galakron dragon rogue might not be a... <laughs> like I might might lose to Pirate Warrior, <laughs> but it also might win. <laughs> but it's fun, you know. Yeah. And there's there's exactly. a component to like it goes back to like what what do you want to get out of this? 
And so, you know, my, my goal over this past week was like, I want to play fun decks that have new cards. And mm -hmm. I realized that if I do this, like my win rate is going to be lower because number one, I, I'm learning these and know like, hey, when you're learning a deck, you're gonna, not going to be doing as well with the, then with a deck that you like know back and front. But number two is like, well, it, this is, you know, either this is new or this is not tested or it's not optimized or it's a tier four deck or, you know, going into tier one pirate warrior type type decks and like it, it's probably just not going to do as well. And if you know that going in, it's like, well, the, the loss is more palatable than it would be like, I don't know if if uh then you know if you're running some tier one thing and still losing like it's frustrating and i think mm -hmm. you just have to set you set some reasonable expectations as well i remember like hydra was saying that you know looking at a 55 percent win rate and feeling bad about it but i've seen pro players do you know legend climbs or whatever it is and it's like hey what was your win rate percent 55 56 percent it's like yeah okay you know it, it's mm -hmm. it's uh like that's a positive win rate and they see that my they, they see that right they, they understand that at that like that's actually you are somewhat efficiently climbing and you are going up right and that's just something that you myself need to recognize that yeah yeah you are in the plus you are not in the minus <laughs> yeah yeah no definitely and i i mean i've had months where my win rate was stellar like i in the I don't know, high seventies, low eighties. And like, Whoa, okay. That's crazy. Uh, and then I've had times where like, gosh, when I had 11 X and it was like, I hit legend with like 45% or whatever it was. And like, <laughs> that's terrible. Like it's, it, that's rough. But, um, a lot of it is just trying to stay calm and, and not get irritated and play the best you can. Some of the best advice I got and this is years ago at this point when we were doing into the wild, um, was from robot nanny who hit legend with playing at the time i think it was like a maligos um druid and i don't remember what the combo was back then it's different than it than it was now but it was like how how did you hit legend with that like it's complicated and and it's time consuming and it's he's like look i i wasn't my goal was to learn to play the deck uh that you know correctly we want to learn this deck, learn the ins and outs, learn what, what I'm looking for and what the matchups are and learn how to pilot this deck. And my goal is not to hit legend. My goal was to learn this and to learn it well and to get good at it. And then hitting legend was like just part of the process because I was winning games. And so it's uh, oftentimes I, the, the mistake that I see new players fall into is like, yeah, I'm going to just, you know, net deck, uh, you know, some top tier deck and, and then i'm just going to automatically win with it and it's like well that's not how it works and of course some decks are easier to pilot than others i mean cough pirate warrior cough but like <laughs> um not all of them and right. uh you know e even there it's like well learning the interactions and learning um like hey dirty rat is a card and so even things you need like, to know your meta yeah when stuff comes to that like, don't complete your quest if you can't play Rokara. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, and it, a lot of times, like any of the quest decks, it's like, hey, you better be careful, uh, you know, sitting with the quest reward in your hand that might not be there for long. Um, and so there's a lot of learning involved. And I think if, if, you know, the approach that I would take is like, 
you're your biggest competitor, your own biggest competitor. So if the goal is to improve yourself, uh, you, you know, you'll get there, learn, learn the deck, learn your meta, learn your matchups, learn the interactions. A lot of the decks are more nuanced than they look at, at first glance. And so that, that will force an improvement that, uh, you know, you may not see otherwise. So. Absolutely. Well, and the global stats are an indicator of, of how well you are learning and, and piloting a deck, but every single game that you go into is kind of its own, you know, you, you don't go into the, into the game, an individual game. Hearthstone doesn't go, well, you've got a 70% win rate right now, so we're going to give you an unfavorable, right? Like, that's that's not there. The technology that would be required to make that happen. I mean, they say they don't do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> but every time I queue a Pirate gonna... Warrior, I face into Cthune Druid, so I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're not going to invest uh, dev time into that. No. Absolutely not. Did we don't though, remember those. We don't remember all the, like, you're at 75% win rate, right? You're doing awesome. You, you don't remember all those wins, but you remember when you get queued into the wrong matchup. Yeah. There's, yeah, so, there's a there's a logic fallacy there, and I don't know what it's called, but I, I'm, it, it exists. What is it, like, perception fallacy or something? That's like, you, you remember the bad experiences, but you don't remember the good ones. Right. And so it's, uh, you know, that's definitely a thing. The other piece, I think, like Sheep was talking about with percentages, uh, for people like me, we'd ever use Hearthstone Deck Tracker. I I don't empty out my my decks very often, and it, it, it remembers, like, global stats. And so I'll pick up a deck that I haven't used for a while, and I'll play it, and I look at it, and it's like, you've got a, you know, 55% win rate with this or whatever it is, and then I'm you know, regardless of whether I'm winning or losing, like that stat may be indicative of 300 games with this deck. And so, you know, it, if, if that's old, I think periodically you want to go through and just like delete all the old data so that it, it it's refreshed and give you current data um, or, or don't get caught up on it. I mean, at, at the end of the day, the, the number in the bottom left corner is just a number. And so some people, We'll, we'll play with like a little sticky note covering it up or whatever. Um, and you'll notice like you don't see your opponent's rank. And this is a relatively new thing. Like you don't see your opponent's rank now until after you hit legend. And and so anything pre-legend, like you don't know who you're facing off against, which is interesting. And I remember back in the day getting so intimidated, like I'm why am I queuing into a legend player? Or I'd see the card, the legend card back and like freak out or see a gold hero power and freak out. Right. And uh what I say now, now I'm the one that does the freaking, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I mean, I mean, there's, there's a big, um, mental aspect of it. And even then every single month, uh, gosh, have I hit legend now for 20 plus months in a row? And it's like, um, every single time I hit a final legend boss, like I get the nerves and the jitters and all this stuff every single time. And so like, it, it always reminds me of, um, that that toki quote like right we meet again for the first time and it's like yeah i i always feel it i always feel it and it's like oh no here it goes am i gonna win am i not is it a favorable what is my mulligan oh my god and, and just kind of freak out it's it's interesting and, and it gets easier over time but there's there's a lot of times like you know that, that's something that i think that's easier for some people um, more than others. I will say like the more you do it, the easier it gets for sure. Yeah. But 
and, and some matches end up feeling more important than others just because you're closer to a certain rank when in essence they're all the same because they're all heading towards that goal like if i start off the month at the beginning everybody starts off in bronze and i draw patches eh, whatever <laughs> hey right? you know what uh dr drawing patches is not as bad this these days it's as not. it used no, to be because now it counts for your quest if you play it from hand it's like not even but bad anymore now if you draw anchor that's the really bad uh, one. <laughs> oh or when you draw both but like there's no difference really in drawing it then and then drawing it at diamond two Right, because right. like it's still on the same journey. Either you won that game at bronze ten, or you won that game at diamond two, or you lost one of those games. It's it. There really is no difference, right? It, but it's still that that mindset. Oh, I was so close. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, you know what happens to me, and I get I get so this happened to me last month. I don't remember I was playing Shutterwalk Shaman or one of those, and like. I'm not legend yet, but I'm so close, like final boss or whatever. And I know, like, I'm not seeing the rank, but like, I know I'm, I'm playing like dumpster legend players um, or people who are low, low legend and like faced up against like the, the weirdest, like Reno dragon paladin. I'm like, what the heck is this? And when I start seeing these weird cards, it's like, I have to win. This is, this is terrible, janky, weird deck. But but it's also very difficult to play around those because you don't know what's in their deck. You don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know what the game plan is. And then they drop some card that I'm just not prepared for. Like, uh, uh I can't deal with that. Oh, hey, there's a 25-25 Shervala with Wind Fury out of nowhere. Uh, what am I like? And, and and like end up losing those those type of games and getting all salty about it and and i don't know you know you you kind of have to just take a step back and be like well that happened um <laughs> and uh you know and, and move on so yeah so much of it is mentality i see in the chat here um the idea of being frustrated when you you copy a deck that's considered top legend and then you don't win that many games with it and and so the, you know the advice that i would say is that um you know ha having access to the deck is one thing but but knowing how to play it is a little bit different and and oftentimes like you know when we were doing deep dives into decks we wouldn't uh, you know one of the questions that we'd ask is like what are the nuances of this deck or tell me about this deck like what what is, what should i know about this deck that isn't evident um, just by looking at the cards in it, is there certain interactions that I should be aware of or certain matches or certain mulligans or, and then when you start learning about it, it's like, oh, well, if you play this into this, into this, then it does that. And like, oh, I didn't realize. Okay. Well, <laughs> and a, a lot of that, um, unfortunately is, is just putting a whole bunch of time into it, you know, or reading about it. Uh, I mean, the other piece, I think there's a lot of really good resources available to us. And so, um, I think blue train and I talked about this not too long ago, or maybe it was NHL it was like, Hey, it's one thing to go to, to, to tempo storm and copy the deck list. But, but like, there's this whole giant article there that tells you how to play it. Like probably want to read that. And I never, <laughs> yeah. I never read them. Okay. I'm like, I'm, I should be taking my own advice here, but like, <laughs> I'm a vet veteran. I, I, I know what I'm doing. I don't need to read it. I don't I need just bought this Ikea furniture. I don't need the manual. Let's throw out the manual. Yeah. I'll never forget. It's that scene in Blair Witch. Uh, what do you mean you threw away the map? Like, <laughs> oh, we didn't need the map. I, we just follow the river. Like, 
we've been following the river for three days. What do you mean you threw away the map? Like, uh, not you should keep the map. Okay. Um, it's, <laughs> and, and so I would say, you know, you're trying to learn something. Oftentimes there, there's a lot of nuance to it that, that you wouldn't realize maybe, uh, at first glance. And so, I mean, and, and know where your resources are is the other piece. I mean, and I think as a, as a community based show, you know, you guys struggling with something like ping somebody on, on discord or whatever, like, I don't know, I, I've been wanting to do deck guides for ages and t- the time is, is the difficult piece of it. But like very often there's, there's so much more to a deck than, than meets the eye at first glance. And reach out in the discord if anybody wants to co-op, because there's a lot of people that really enjoy co-oping. We all do it. Blue Train likes to co-op. There's a lot of people that do co-ops, and sometimes you don't know. I co-opted with NHL multiple times, and he showed me how I... Like, I had a positive win rate with um, Questline Odd Hunter, mm-hmm. and I was playing it a certain way, and he's like, you may have a positive win rate, but you're playing it wrong. <laughs> like... <laughs> This is how you play it. And I'm like, okay, well, now my win rate's better. <laughs> As I great. blush. That's great. That's great. <laughs> right? Like, well, yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of people that are there that if you're not, you know, getting, or you just, you know, you want to have a good time and maybe get a little bit of coaching or just some co op, there's plenty of people that would like to do that. Honestly, sometimes yeah. it's just the moral support aspect of it too it's like hey i don't need somebody to backseat drive but like if, if you know i'm looking for somebody to keep me company uh that that's helpful too and yeah pressures kind of almost seems off like i used to think that i'd be you know embarrassed if i lose when someone's spectating or whatever in fact it's actually easier to lose when i'm playing with somebody else i don't get salty like i would because they'll reassure me like hey they had the perfect hand. There's nothing you could do. Next game, no big deal. Laugh it off. Move on to the mm-hmm. next one. I also don't like to like lose my temper or blow my top when like people are watching. You know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have salty and have like a little meltdown, like I'm gonna do it by myself. I'm not gonna do it. If I'm, <laughs> you know, if we're we're having this conversation, like I'm not gonna blow up. Um, I mean, every once in a while, but very very seldomly, and so it's kind of fun and and. Um, but I, I mean, I think the other piece that I that I would recommend though is is like my my two cents on co-oping would be if you want to co-op, uh, use it as a as a learning opportunity. Like I, I don't recommend like people shouldn't be playing for you. Like don't just right. you know yeah. I, I, if I'm gonna do a co-op with someone like I'm not gonna tell you what to do. Oh play this. Okay now play this. It's like let's talk it through. What do you think you should yeah. do? Why would you do that? Do you see there's, or, or I would say, Hey, I see three possibilities here. What do you see? And what do you think you should do and why? And, it's and that's how you so learn. Much, yeah. It's so much less impactful to know what to do as to know why to do it. And once you know why to do it, that's whenever you actually start developing those skills and can actually apply that when you're not co-oping as well. So learning why is really important. Um, and so when, whenever you, you approach a co-op, definitely have it be more of a, a conversation and kind of determining the why. And sometimes two very, very capable players 
at a certain deck will disagree about a line. Oh, and that's always really that. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I've, we've sat through some of those for sure with, uh, and I, it's hilarious, but you get top, top level players, you know, your top 10 legend players or whatever it is, top a hundred legend. And, and um, sitting here on a call with people and have one of them say, um, I think this is right. And the other one say, Nope, I think you should do this. And it's, it's like, well, choose one. Uh, <laughs> and, it's always interesting to see Too how it plays out. You couldn't just have Fandral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's always fun, and and I think, but but yeah, I, I mean, when people say that co-op is cheating, I don't think that that's true. I think co-op is a great learning opportunity, but it's not a place where I think that people should go to like, you know, just tell me what to do. Like, no, nah, I want to, I want to learn. I want to learn from this and. Uh, the, I mean, the other thing I think is you have to be willing to accept that, you know, you might be wrong or that you need to learn or that you need to like be able to take some criticism. Like um, if I'm doing some coaching or whatever, like I want to be able to say, well, why did you do that? And not, not that I, I'm going to be mean about it, but like, you know, explain the thought process or why did you do that? Or why didn't you do this? Or did you see this other choice? Um, and if you know, if you're not willing to accept that uh, there are alternatives, then you'll struggle more with it than, than you maybe would otherwise. So that's my, my two pennies. It's not more than two. <laughs> it's exactly two. <laughs> it's, it's more than two Canadian, I think. <laughs> there was a time... <laughs> But the time is not now. Oh goodness! Well, I, I mean, there we go. We just we went sideways on some weird topics tonight. Uh, I I think um, we've got some matches to host, so I don't want to divert us too much. Um, I I was talking. Uh, we were talking earlier in the show. Um, I've been looking to play decks with new cards uh, from from the mini set, and so I kind of have a, a little little side collection of those going. If anybody's interested. Um, I mean, I don't mind tossing them in the show notes there in the Discord or whatever, but uh, I, I can't do a deep dive into any of them anyways because I just started and I don't know if they're any good or not, but they're fun. Uh, so if people are interested in, in having a convo or reaching out, I can post that stuff on the Discord or in the show notes. But um, super fun. I, I've been, you know, real briefly, um, Martian Boo is kind of my my one of my favorite deck innovators. And so kind of a new version of Dragon Druid with some of the new cards um nhl's been working on like a hero power ping mage but a wild version it's actually pretty awesome uh it's very very fun i don't know that it's 100 percent optimized but it's it's getting there and it's super fun um uh, corb has been working on like a new quest hunter that doesn't use it's not odd anymore it's i think baku is always the worst card in that deck anyways and not doing three is a bummer but some of the new cards are surprisingly good uh um dragon bane shot especially uh yeah. and then being able to play dragon bane in general that we haven't played in ages is like it's kind of almost like a better version of um auction master beardo to some regard which which is super fun uh i know i think sheep was playing some um 
uh, again, I think it was probably Corb and, and NHL and Blue Train playing some um, aggro token Beast Druid and dusting off old cards like Night of the Wild that we haven't heard or seen in, like, in years and years that now are like super good uh, is, is really fun. Beast Toasty. Yes, exactly. This uh-huh. is the funniest thing. Um, uh, I've been playing, actually, w- what I've been winning games with lately is an updated uh, Reno Priest that it just has a couple new cards um, that, that I saw Martian post, and that's been fun. I, I could pilot that deck in my sleep, and, and trying it out with a couple of new cards is fun. Um, and, and then I started seeing, like, there was a, a, a guide posted for Reno Quest Mage that nobody's seen in ages and then our buddy labore sangre uh has been working up a new version of of just regular good old quest mage but with new cards and so i've been experimenting i really really wanted to play with new stuff and so that that's kind of what i've been trying to force um i don't feel like i can do a deep dive quite yet but but my goal is to try to do the legend push over the weekend and then loop back next week on, on kind of what worked and what didn't. But if anyone wants deck codes and stuff like hit us up for sure. Absolutely. Well, after the show tonight, we are going to be diving into um, our listeners series match uh, between uh, Jules and Martian boo. Woot woot. So um, yeah. yeah, very excited. We're at uh, top four now. Yeah, we are in the semifinals. So uh, for those who may not be familiar with the listener series, it is a the Born to be Wild listener series is a free wild Hearthstone tournament series with custom deck building restrictions each week. Uh, So the main series itself lasts uh, five weeks. That's the regular season, followed by three weeks of playoffs. We are in week two of playoffs. So uh, Maxibon and Kinray already played their match. So Kenray was the victor there, and Kenray awaits the winner of tonight's match to determine who plays in the finals. Let's go. So tonight's match is one of each year submitted by Kay, and uh, you may use one of each expansion slash adventure from each uh, Hearthstone year to build the decks. Uh, the expansion slash adventures that you choose must be used across all four decks. Uh, and this one was a really, really challenging challenge, um, which is exactly why we waited for the playoffs to roll it out. <laughs> it's a hard <laughs> so one. Congratulations yeah. on that win, Kenray. So uh, if you're watching live, then we will uh, stream the match right after the show. Uh, if you're catching us on the replay, Nate posts the casted match to YouTube as well. So check it out there. Uh, for additional information, as always, check out the website at borntobewildhs.com. Yeah, exciting. It'll be a good match tonight. And um, yeah, now that we're this high up, the players are so good. I mean, they've been good the entire way, but like, it's exciting. And yeah, this was a hard, this was a hard one. There's, so... Anyways, I always excited to, to to watch these matches and and cast them is so fun. Yeah, excitement abounds. So that is it uh, in the listener series world. What about the weekly listener challenge, Hydra? So last week's challenge was Black Dragonflight, and so Nate put this one together and 
he made a cool little graphic. Basically, the the idea was how many of these black dragons can you get on the board at the same time? And each one of these dragons was worth a set amount of points. So the big boy dragons were worth 10 points. And then we had the wee whelps and the smaller dragons that were worth the two points or the one point. So we ended up getting a very impressive submission from our one and only Goliath the Dwarf, who managed to get a Lady Prestor, uh, an Onyxia, two different Deathwings, a Nefarian, and, and a Whelp, all on board. (laughs) And we ended up getting a total of 72 points for the win. With the Deathwing hero portrait as well. Yes, yes. Deathwing, that was the, the extra bonus. You got 20, or sorry, yeah, 20 points extra if you used one of the two portraits. And Deathwing was one of those. So Goliath runs away with this one. It's actually pretty impressive to get all those stats on the board. And somebody actually had an empty board, too. Right? <laughs> Before right? Goliath managed to drop all these. So <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah, that that was that was tricky. Um, so yeah, great, great work there. And yeah, there are some ways, you know, there's some ways Deathwing Dragon Lord will can can help, but um, you know, it's not easy and still like that won't pull your Lady Prestor or some others. And so yeah, there's uh you know, th- this this could have gone several ways, but yeah, congrats. And I just love it from a lore perspective. You know, everything we talked about last week, all of the stories, and then you see them all together on the board. That's a that's a family portrait right there. <laughs> so yeah, congrats, Goliath. Um, two you two packs on us. So let us know what you want, and um, we'll get them we'll get them off to you. And and uh, actually working on a, a new kind of um, re up version for for what the kind of like trophy little things look like for the website. Um, and and that's been kind of fun to goof around with. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to to get those posted up as well. Um, I sent you guys the the screenshot I think last weekend of of the kind of prototype and m- might tweak it a tiny bit, but I think it's pretty close. So excited to to start using some uh, new artwork as well. Okay, so going into what our next week's challenge is going to be. Since we've already discussed the fact that we do this listener series and we have all these different uh, weekly deck building challenges within our listener series, uh, we are going to continue to do these. So for the next season, obviously we're not there yet. We're in the finals of season four right now. But if you, yes, you can make a submission as to a deck building restriction for our next season. We would like to see that because we really do appreciate all of the different ideas that we get. And trust me, it's hard to come up with all of the ideas. So reaching out to the listeners really does help. So what we can do for this week's challenge is have the best submission from a listener and we can have a vote. So everyone can vote on it and we can see, you know, what ends up being the best. But what you can do is you can obviously not do this in casual 
or on ladder. <laughs> like, <laughs> like normally. It's a little different. Or against the innkeeper. But uh, you can post this submission in our weekly challenges channel on the Discord. Post your idea. We can vote on it. We can see who takes the win. Uh, if you would like a reference as to, you know, how we kind of do these deck building challenges, you can view our spreadsheet in the Board to Be Wild uh, listener series Discord as we have had many of these challenges or if you've heard us talk about them on the show. Enter your submissions and we would just like to see the more creative ways to do these challenges for the listener series because we like to have these matches where we are not seeing the decks that you are seeing top tier decks on the ladder all the time. The beauty of this listener series is the fact that it, the decks are so creative and different every time and diving deep into your collection is super neat. And it's, it's just been a lot of fun doing this. So we want to see the best one that you can come up with post that in our weekly challenges channel in the discord the winner will be announced on next week's show and you will receive two hearthstone packs on us and be immortalized in the born to be wild hall of fame on the website love it absolutely so this one also has a um really interesting um voting perspective to it as well so if you don't well even if you do <laughs> whether or not you are submitting a challenge idea go feel free go into the weekly challenges channel of the discord see what all um uh challenges are there and vote to vote uh react to the uh challenge idea that that you like with the nas heart uh that's one of our born to be wild uh emotes so with the heart in particular that will be a vote. You can, in fact, vote on your own, but you can only vote once for your own. So, like, do that thing. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Super cool. All right, well, that kind of wraps up this week's show. It was really fun going off the rails a little bit and doing something different, having a more casual conversation tonight and, and just be able to to hang out with, with buddies and talk some wild Hearthstone and some, uh, you know, stuff that we don't normally get to do. And so it was... Uh, an a absolute blast. Um, I, again, uh, hope that everyone is able to join us again next week for more wild content or see where you can find us individually. Please check out our website, born to be wild hs.com. Uh, tune in to next week's show. Again, reminder that on uh, next week we'll be doing live on the show, hanging out with blue train, doing the wild people's choice awards, hosting that. And that'll be super fun. Uh, as, as, a uh, you know, one of our kind of core tenants of Born to be Wild love spotlighting members of the Wild community, and that's what this event is all about. And so, again, big shout-outs to Blue Train, and please join us again next week while we'll be doing the Wild People's Choice Awards. Um, and, uh, yeah, that is a wrap from us. Job's done. Excitement abounds! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There you go. And you heard that on Born to be Wild.